Hey there, everyone. It is Denise Salcedo. Welcome back to the channel. I am very happy to introduce to you my guest for today. He is a former IWGP Tag Team Champion, former Impact World Tag Team Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome New Japan Pro Wrestling's very own David Finley. What's up, David? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and excited to talk to you. Yeah, this is, you know, our first time doing an interview together. And usually those are always like my favorite because it's one of those things where you get to know each other, you know, for the first time ever. And so, like, I'm very excited to talk to you here today. Well, thank you. So, David, first of all, I, I can see, are you in a hotel? Are you already in L.A. for the tapings? Yeah, I actually, like, literally just got to my hotel room like five minutes ago. So I had to scramble, hop on the Wi-Fi real quick. And it's a Hilton, so, like, I got to sign up for way too much stuff and give them my email and all that. But... I'm hooked up and I'm here and we're talking, so it's all good. So you just landed like what, today, like right now? No, I landed at like 10 and then okay. uh, I waited for like an hour and a half for the hotel shuttle because oh, I don't know no. what happened, but it was just one of those LAX hotel shuttles, you know how it is. Yeah. Standard day in my life though, so nothing new. Exactly. Every single day, it's the struggle, man. But I'm honestly surprised you waited that long for the hotel shuttle. I know people get a little feisty down at LAX when they're waiting for those shuttles and they're like, I was here first. And then there's like never any really lines formed down there. So it gets a little nuts. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to become a more patient person. So this was a good challenge for me. Exactly. So how do you like coming down to Los Angeles? This is my neck of the woods. <laughs> Yeah, LA is great. The weather is always beautiful. It's nice and sunny. I live in Tampa right now, so like the weather is kind of similar, but I like LA. LA is nice. It's always, it's always a good time. Here. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So let's go ahead and jump right in because there's so many different things that I want to ask you and kind of chat with you about. So I'm going to rewind things kind of like to the beginning, kind of to like the star of David Finley. So, you know, I want to ask you, you know, coming from a wrestling family, a fourth generation a wrestler, you know, when you have so many people that are part of the business, at what age did was it determined that like, hey, you're going to be a professional wrestler? Like you yourself decided, hey, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I think pretty much immediately. I remember being two and telling people, like vaguely remember, obviously, but that young telling people that I wanted to be a wrestler and I never really wavered from it. Uh, there's pictures of me before I could actually stand on my own two feet using the bottom rope to stand up as a baby. So like that's how ingrained wrestling is in my life. Uh, to be a Finlay is basically to be a wrestler. Um, and I, mean, I mean, I know everyone knows the background, but like my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, my aunt was a referee. My great aunt was a referee. My grandmother was part of like doing all the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, my sister, amateur wrestler, two time state champion in Georgia for like kid state. My little brother, who is uh, on the show this weekend or uh, this Thursday, uh, he wrestled as well. So, like, wrestling is pretty much synonymous with being a Finlay. And that's the thing, too, that, like, you would think it'd be the opposite, right? Like, when everybody is so invested into this one thing and, you know, you're coming into life and discovering life on your own, you would think, like, oh, because everybody's so into this, I might go a different direction. Did anything ever cross your mind where you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe wrestling isn't for me. And you were just like, nope, this is definitely what I'm set on. There was a time where I was uh, uncertain of it, not really knowing what I wanted to do. It was uh, right when I finished high school. So I was like, all right, I think I want to wrestle, but this is also like the only thing I've ever been exposed to. Do I want to do this because I love it or do I want to do it because, you know, I want to be cool like my dad. So uh, I 
took a gap year, went to Africa for a year doing like volunteer work and stuff. And uh, just kind of like took myself outside of wrestling and just like away from it to see if I really want to do it. And before, before my year was up, I uh, found a wrestling school in Cape Town and uh, sure enough, got back to it. So uh, it's 100% what I want to do in my life. And I love every day of it. I like that you mentioned this gap year that you took over in Africa. What was that like? I mean, that must have been incredible. Well, I had no money. I shared a tent with someone for the first six months and then I had like a house share where I had a room uh, with like eight other people living in the house. And uh, yeah, I was like 19 years old. I turned 20 uh, in Malawi. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I think that's a good thing because if I knew... But I was getting myself into. I don't think I would have went. I was gonna say a tent for six months. What kind of tent are we talking here? Are like we talking small, like... like? It was me, like this, and whoever I was with was like next to me, and then we had like a tiny like triangle. It was like a uh, six-sided tent, but it was just enough for us to like lay down, and I had a little space for my back, and that was it. I feel like, first of all, that I, I, you know, just it sounds very, very difficult to kind of, you know, live under those circumstances. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure you took home some valuable lessons, you know, kind of seeing life differently than what you were accustomed to. Yeah, well, I uh, I was pretty aware that I had it good. Like my dad, like I was in high school and my dad was on TV. So that's not good for a young teenage boy's ego. <laughs> on top of that, like my parents had an abnormally large house. And all this stuff. So, like, I, I was used to living a good life. So, it was nice to, you know, go and see something uh, different than what I had seen. And uh, that was definitely very different. Um, saw a lot of different things. But, yeah, it was good. It was good just, like, it was a good journey of discovering who I was or beginning the journey of discovering who I was and just seeing the world. That's my favorite part about wrestling is the travel and getting to see all these places not having to pay to go and see them. So Exactly. Uh, Oh, that is so awesome, man. Like, I wish, like, I, like, I just think, like, everybody always says, like, oh, how cool would it be to go to Africa, go to these safaris, you know, really experience a different life. But there aren't very many people who actually do it. So I guess kind of hearing, like, your perspective to me is just pretty awesome. But let's kind of go ahead and talk about, you know, kind of revert back to the wrestling here. Because you, uh, you know, you did training with your father, but then you also went, you know, to the New Japan Dojo. So uh, your dad, he is known for being, you know, a very, very uh, tough guy. So I want to kind of pick your brain as to what it was like training with him. And, you know, the New Japan Dojo has also been, you know, uh, said to be really tough, really hard, etc. What were those two training worlds like for you? Differences, comparisons, etc. Uh, training with my dad was easier because there was less squats. So uh, <laughs> uh, in the New Japan Dojo, I remember like day one this is uh 2015 april of 2015 so like jay white uh was a young boy juice hadn't come yet um and jay and i had met each other in england prior uh in my travels there so i had asked him like hey man like i've heard the horror stories about the squats like what what's the deal with it he's like all right i haven't done more than 500 i'm like all right that's fine i've done 500 i can do that Literally day one, Yo was the dojo boss at the time. He just looks over at me. Trainer says something. Yo just goes 1,000. And you just start screaming and squatting. And they're counting in Japanese. And I don't know any Japanese. So, like, I'm there just watching the clock tick by. And then, like, after 45 minutes, 
we stop and start doing other things. So then the next day we got to do a thousand again. Still don't know what number one at any point in time, but I'm just watching the clock. So it's that was pretty tough. As opposed to training with my dad, which it was just kind of like him doing wrestling holds on me and holding them very tight while I squeal and try and get out of them. Jesus, I feel like when you're like doing 1000 squats and you don't know the language and you're like, I'm assuming you're like, you're trying to keep track, uh, you know, by counting, but it's like at one point, you're just not going to keep track from like, you know, I'm assuming the, the, the pain of having to do so many. So like, I could just imagine like, what the hell, what number are we on at this point? That's insane. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, after like 50, I pretty much lost count because I was so nervous and not really knowing what I got myself into. But uh, yeah, the good thing was after, like I would say after about 15 minutes, the pain doesn't get too much worse. Like it just kind of plateaus and just burns terribly the whole time, but it doesn't get worse. So it's manageable. So did Jay lie to you when he said 500 or do you think he was just waiting for you to like find out on your own? No, he legit never had to do a thousand. The entire oh, time man. Yeah, I, I had to do it, but I think it's because my dad was a wrestler, so they kind of were testing me. Also, a new crop of young boys came in, so like Master Watto and a couple other guys that ended up running away or not making it or whatever uh, the situation may be. Uh, so it was like four of us that were brand new. So I think all of us were kind of getting tested and seeing if we would run away. And uh, I'm still here, so... Definitely worked out. So let me ask you, in terms of like, what is the day-to-day -day life? You know, when you're in the dojo, you're a young boy. Like, what is that all like? Like, what's the life like? Let me see if I can remember. It's been ages since <laughs> I've been in the dojo. Thank you're God. Like I blocked this out of. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, no, it was good though. Um, let me see. We wake up. I think at like eight. Clean the entire dojo real quick, and then some people would eat breakfast. I would go back to bed. Uh, training oh. start at 10 and then usually end between like one and two, depending on who is training us. Um, and that was Monday through Saturday. Oh yeah. And then we got it. So somebody has to make lunch during the day and they're off, but they're doing like laundry and cooking all day. Whereas like, if you don't do that, all you gotta do is your workout and then go disappear for until dinner. So like that was kind of the better, uh, gig. But yeah, it was just like squatting, doing laundry, cooking. Someone comes in, you got to greet them real respectfully in Japanese. And uh, yeah, I was just kind of immersing myself into uh, the Japanese culture, which was a really, a really nifty experience for a kid from uh, Peachtree City, Georgia. Was it easy to do to accumulate yourself you know, into this new culture? Yeah, uh, I grew up kind of multicultural. Like my dad's Irish, my mom's German. I was born in Germany, grew up in the States, but I like I consider myself Irish. Like our community, there's a lot of uh, diversity. So I, I was used to being around cultures. I'd also heard my dad talk about like all the places he'd been and how people do life there. So like to me, it was just like, all right, this is how they do things here. I guess I got to just follow along. So it wasn't too much of uh, a culture shock for me. <laughs> Honestly, the hardest part was the squats. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. I'm still, I'm still a little bit scarred over that. <laughs> You're like forever for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be like pretty pissed about that. But let me ask you. So you you go to the New Japan Dojo. Was there ever any like uh? How was the decision made for you to say like, hey, I'm gonna go to Japan. I'm gonna go to the dojo, and this is where I'm really going to you know take my uh training to the next level. Was there ever any like conversation of you going someplace else, perhaps to the PC? Was there ever any talk like that? Yeah, so the original plan, like since I was like 15, 
my dad was like, this is what you're going to do. Don't go to the PC right away or whatever it was at the time. I think it was uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Whatever. Don't go to developmental. It's a cookie cutter system. You're going to come out and be – you're not going to have much different to you. Uh, so the plan was like go wrestle in England for a little bit, go wrestle in Japan for a little bit, and then go to the States if I wanted to. So I went and wrestled in England for like six months – did a little bit in the States, went to Japan, and then just stayed there because I loved it. So <laughs> and that's me now. Yeah, yeah. No, and that was interesting to me because I was like, how do you make the you when you have so many different options and you're trying to make the decision of like what path to go in? And like I mentioned, or like you mentioned too, like obviously all the people in your family that have been in the wrestling business, and when everybody kind of has like uh, you know, they they have experience to kind of give you input in your life and like kind of guide you a different direction. Like I'm sure like getting all of those different like inputs in your life was, you know, pretty interesting because when you have family that's in wrestling. People are going to want to give you, you know, advice and whatnot. So were you getting like a bunch of input or were you just like, okay, I'm going to do what dad says and this is where we're going? No, luckily everyone respected my dad so much that they, you know, they wanted to help me out. So I was quite fortunate to uh, reap the benefits of my dad being as successful as he is um, or was or is, however you want to put it. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it's also what I wanted to do though. It sounded cool. It was different. I'm a bit of a free spirit and I like to do things a different way than everyone else is doing it. So that was right up my alley. Um, I did not fully understand how difficult it is for someone to get into new Japan until after I was already in new Japan. And then I was like, wow, this is an insane opportunity that I don't really deserve, but I'm going to take it. Uh, but yeah, it was, just, I just, for me, it was like where, where can I go and learn how to wrestle and become the best wrestler that I can be? And I feel like I'm still on that journey. And I feel like the answer for that is still new Japan. I love it here. You know, whether it was like the beginning of your career or even now, do you ever feel like any pressure, like given, uh, you know, how much respect your father has accumulated in the business? Always. There's this, uh, for me, there's like this shadow looming over me of like, uh, and maybe it's only me putting that pressure on myself, but it's like, ah, when it's all said and done, I would like, to go down is better than my dad. You know, that would, that's a nice personal goal for me. Um, he's retired. I, hopefully I have many, many years ahead of me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my goal is like, you know, when it's all said and done, I want to be the best Finlay that's ever done it. And I'm sure your dad obviously wants that too. Like people always want better for their kids and to do more for, you know, for their kids to do more. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's done. He's been nothing but helpful and always been like guiding me. He's been, he's been my number one mentor this entire time, which I guess would be no surprise to anybody, but uh, no, I'm quite fortunate to have him. That's super cool. So let's go ahead and transition into your tag team work. Cause obviously, you know, you've been teaming with Juice Robinson, a really good guy. Got to cop, got to talk to him uh, probably like two months ago. I believe we just spoke about, you know, a bunch of different stuff, but uh, let's kind of talk about what your experience has been like in new Japan. You go from the dojo, you end up teaming with Juice Robinson. You guys win the IWGP tag team titles. Uh, what was that experience like for you getting to team with Juice Robinson and getting to do all of that? So it started off, we just happened to be in matches together. And uh, the way like the New Japan, I guess, show is, is a lot of times you're in like these multi-man tags of like six-man, eight-man, ten-man tags. So in pretty much every match, I, Juice and I were together. So we started, you know, being like, uh, all right, let's, you know, let's do some double teams if we get an opportunity to. So we started doing double teams. And then all of a sudden we were like tagging together more and more. It's like, all right, well, I guess we're kind of a tag team. And then 
one year we were just like we we uh did world tag league together so it's like i guess we're officially a tag team now and this was after like two years of already tagging but not really actually doing anything with it and then um yeah so we did like uh, our first world tag league and then i hurt my shoulder uh and was out for like eight or nine months came back for world tag league we won that won the uh, iwgp heavyweight tag team championships as you said and then uh COVID happened and i we lost well no hang on we lost them in my hometown of atlanta and then COVID happened so then it's been like all right let's get this ball rolling so it's been cool to be able to go to impact and kind of do our thing there while uh the world is a little more shut down but yeah it's just it kind of something that happened organically and like literally every town we went to in japan our hotel rooms right next to each other so we just naturally have good chemistry and are he's like my big brother basically you know that's super awesome and i was gonna ask did you guys know each other like before you guys started doing like all these multi-man matches or like anything like that prior i didn't meet juice until he came to the dojo so i i started in april of 2015 and he came in september of 2015. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Got it. I never got it. met him before that, but we like lived together in the dojo for a brief period of time. Um, he was there much shorter cause he obviously did NXT before. So it was kind of formality for him. Whereas I was much, uh, early on in my career and actually, uh, benefited much more from the training. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. He, he was a little bit past that. But it was like, what was your like scene? Cause he, you know, he had a different background, obviously, as you just mentioned than you. And, you know, he was down in the PC and ended up, you know, going to the dojo, like kind of like seeing that and seeing how much growth he had. Like, what was your like, you know, from an outsider's perspective, kind of seeing the growth that he went through? What, what do you think of all that? Well, I always respected the decision for him to go to the dojo because that was all him. Uh, New Japan actually was like, oh, you don't have to do that. Like, we'll just fight it back and forth. He was like, no, nah, I just want to clean slate it. I, I don't like how uh, my last experience went at my previous uh, employer. So he was just like, no, nah, I'm starting over. I'm going to rediscover who I am. So, like, I always respected that because that's a huge gamble to take. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm starting over because not many people would be willing to do that. No, no. I think like if you if you are allowed an opportunity to not to not maybe, you know, take the hard way, but, you know, take the easy road. I think a lot of people would definitely do that. So you kind of have to, you know, tip your hat to somebody that's not willing to take the easy road and whatnot. So, you know, uh, I do want to go ahead and transition from here because I mentioned that I talked to Juice Robinson. And one of the things that he was telling me was really just like how much his life changed, like pre-pandemic, you know, kind of living this fast-paced uh, bachelor lifestyle in Japan and then kind of going to, like, uh, the pandemic happens and now his life is so different. You know, he's engaged and he's here in the States as you are and your lives are very different. So I kind of want to touch on that with the pandemic and whatnot and how, you know, everybody's lives have changed. How would you say your life has changed, especially given the fact that you haven't been able to, you know, regularly travel to Japan um, uh, you know, as often as you probably would have had this pandemic not been going down the last two years. Yeah, well, there's uh, pros and cons that came with it. Obviously, the cons were same cons that everyone had. You know, you were locked down, can't do anything. I'm used to traveling. And the reason why I like traveling is because I don't like being in one place for the for too long. I get stir crazy. So there was that. But on the plus side, you know, I'm married, really close with my family. That was the most time I've ever had at home and not been hurt. So it was nice to like, I joked the whole time, like it's nice to be able to like, you know, be home and have both my arms. 
<laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Uh, you can actually function properly. Yeah, I can actually give everybody hugs. Uh, no, nah, but like, uh, yeah, it's it, it was tough. You know, I think it was tough for everybody, right? for wrestlers and fans alike, and everything. You know, that that kind of transcended whatever your occupation is. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was tough going to Japan once that opened up. That was tough because we were there for like months on end, and they were even stricter than Georgia was. Um, which Georgia really wasn't that strict. Uh, so yeah, it, it like I said, it had its pros and cons, but. The bright side was I got to spend a lot of time with my family that I would have never got to spend with them. Exactly. And you were you were in Japan, I believe it was what, March uh, 2021. So, uh, you know, during that time period, and obviously, like you mentioned, the rules are a lot stricter down there. What was life, you know, in Japan with the, you know, with the quarantine and all of that? Uh, so you fly into Japan, you have like a two week quarantine. It's mandatory. Um, so you got to basically just sit around and wait for time to pass. And then once that's fine, once you're cleared with that, you, you can kind of go and do things. But like it, the last time I was over there was a state of emergency. So like no restaurants were open. Uh, we stay in a hotel. I live out of my suitcase in Japan. So like I don't have anywhere to cook, you know? Uh, so it's like <laughs> all we could do is like order hamburgers and curries off of oh. Uber Eats, which is great. I love hamburgers and I love curry, but it's not the greatest diet for someone that's – you know, trying to make it in professional wrestling. Yeah. So that was like uh, a little bit frustrating. And then it's just like shows kept getting canceled. And like, you know, it was it was just like a real tough time. And New Japan was, I'm sure, was losing their minds too. Because it's like, they don't know, you know. Just It was such a wild time. So uh, we were fortunate enough to where like we, we were able to go back home. They're like, all right, well, let's see what happens. So uh, I haven't been back over since uh, May. Hopefully I get to go back over soon, but uh, it just hasn't worked out like visa wise and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, it was, uh, it seems to be better now from what I've heard. But yeah, the last time I was there, it was like peak state of emergency. It was not fun. Oh my God. I can't even imagine that. Like it makes the decision to be out here in the States, you know, a lot uh, easier because, you know, granted we have rules, but it's still not to that uh, extreme, yeah. I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with that being said, you know, you're, you're out here, you know, the last, you know, two years working out here in the States, whether it be a uh, new Japan of America impact wrestling, how has that sort of changed your perspective in terms of like, maybe just like, you know, doing more here uh, in the United States versus, you know, going and, you know, doing what you were doing prior, which was, you know, traveling a lot more mm. well <laughs> for wrestling I, uh, wrestling in the states i actually get to be home more so that's a plus uh juice and i always say you can't beat sitting on your own couch um <laughs> and i think that's relatable to anybody um no it's been cool though because i i never really wrestled in the states even before i went to uh new japan like i, I wrestled predominantly in like europe and south africa a little bit but uh, I, I, like I did a couple spots in the States here and there, but like, no, I never really created a following or really like had a home promotion or anything like that, you know? So it's, it's nice to be able to, for me, it's a new market of like, oh, I actually get to wrestle in America now and like show fans what I'm capable of and what I can do and who I am and all this stuff. So Impact was a great opportunity for us to really um, showcase ourselves in, during a time where it was really hard to showcase yourself. So we were, we were quite fortunate for that uh, working relationship with Impact. Plus, it's a lot of fun. It's it's way different than, you know, New Japan style of wrestling. So it was nice to kind of be like kept on our toes and be like, all right, we got to we got to figure out like what? Oh, TV. We got to do TV now. 
and stuff. Whereas like for New Japan, it's just like, it's a live event, you know? Yeah, so. and if you think about it, like, it's so crazy. Like, imagine if, if, if New Japan didn't have that relationship with Impact Wrestling or if they weren't doing, you know, uh, New Japan of America, doing the New Japan Strong shows here. Like, it would be, like, very different right now with the pandemic. So, uh, you know, granted that they had that relationship with Impact Wrestling is so important and also that they're still keeping the presence alive here with the New Japan Strong shows. Uh, how has that experience been like for you? And like, I guess you can say, like, how, like, uh, you know, grateful are you that they still have have a presence here in the United States. Yeah, I I love Strong. I think it's a great show and I'm so proud to be a part of it because like from day, day one for Strong was uh, like an empty room with a ring in it. Kevin Kelly and Alex Kozlov, the commentators sitting up on stage and there's no people and there's like two cameramen, you know? So like you're, you're in an empty room. Then it's kind of weird because it's like, why am I wearing these weird stretchy clothes? Why is my shirt off? Why am I fighting another dude? There's nobody here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's one of those things where you kind of like stay, take a step back and it's like, Man, this is the route I took in life. All right, cool. This brought me here. Um, but yeah, it's so going from no people uh, to now we can have people is a great step. So um, like we, I can't remember. We started somewhere out in Oxnard, but now I think we're trying to be based out of the Hollywood Vermont. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. That's yeah. yeah, and that's where the show's gonna be at uh tomorrow, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yes. So oh, that's uh, very a great exciting. venue. It's really cool. Again, anytime there's people, it's gonna be better than no people. So for me, it's like, wow, we have people. And I still can't get over the fact that like we get to wrestle in front of people again because wrestling in front of no one is terrible. You don't realize how thankful you are for something until it actually happens. And it's like it's like they said, like, oh, you never know what you have until it's taken away. Well, that was definitely something we all learned uh, during the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's go ahead. And uh, I do want to ask you before I forget, because we mentioned this relationship between New Japan and Impact Wrestling. And obviously that brings up the topic that a lot of people have been discussing. And that is, you already know, the Forbidden Door. Uh, so I kind of, you know, as, you know, a performer that is sort of, you know, benef benefiting from the, the, the working relationship of two promotions. Uh, what does, what is your opinion on this Forbidden Door concept? I think it's great. I, I, I'm a fan of it because, like, uh, there's so many talented um, wrestlers out there. And there's so many places to work. So, like, what? Let's all, let's all collaborate. Let's all work together. Let's all see who's got the best wrestlers. You know, it's like friendly competition. I, I'll fly the New Japan colors proudly. And whoever wants to come here, show up, you know, and wrestle us, we're here waiting. So I'm a fan of it. Anytime we can get a different combination of people, you know, wrestling each other, it's cool. You know, I'm a fan of wrestling. The reason why I do this is because I love it. So I think it's a great time to be a fan. I think it's a great time to be a wrestler. Hell yeah, it definitely is. Now, also, I do want to ask you, because tomorrow we are, you guys are doing the tapings, uh, the New Japan Strong, the rival show, like you mentioned, down in Hollywood. It's going to be yourself and uh, Juice Robinson teaming up against Jonah and Bad Dude Tito. Uh, what can fans expect from the shows at New Japan Strong? Uh, you're going to expect great wrestling. Uh, like you said, Juice and I are facing Jonah and Bad Dude Tito. We've been feuding with them for a bit. We don't like them. They don't like us. Uh, it's going to be a slugfest. Um, if we have our way, um, Jonah's a big dude, bad dude. Tito is actually a pretty bad dude. I wasn't expecting that he hits pretty hard. Uh, another couple matches we have on the show is, uh, Ren Narita versus Buddy Matthews. We got, uh, Yuya Weyamura versus Daniel Garcia. We got Gabe Kidd versus, uh, Christopher Daniels and, uh, 
Jay White is facing somebody. I don't know. That's a surprise. But yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's a great show. It's a great show. I can't wait. This is going to be my first uh, New Japan Strong show that I attend live in person. So I'm oh, very excited to experience it. And it's like, it's not like I've been to very many, uh, you know, wrestling shows since the pandemic, unless I've been like working here. And, you know, the LA scene like has, you know, sort of, you know, started to pick up, you know, in recent months. So it's been exciting to start to have more shows, you know, out here. So with people allowed. Uh, So that's always, you know, really exciting. Uh, Also, you know, I do have a couple more questions for you. And then we're going to go ahead and move on to the uh, lightning round portion of our game here. Uh, But we mentioned earlier that your brother Brogan, uh, he recently made his debut last year. And so, uh, you know, he's also done New Japan Strong. I kind of want to get, you know, your your thoughts on this. Because, you know, as a big brother, as somebody who is getting to see somebody, you know, get in and get started in wrestling, uh, someone who's already been doing it for a while, what advice have you given him? And what has it been like for you to kind of, you know, see him grow and become his own person? Uh, So he actually just started wrestling like a year ago. He's only, he just turned 19, like in August. So he's a baby. Uh, I didn't even start wrestling until I was 19. He's already like yeah. wrestling for New Japan and he's doing great. So like, I'm super proud of him, of course. Uh, it's weird though. It makes me feel a little bit old because I'm 10 years older than him. So like seeing how fast he got into position I was in, which seems like, you know, last week, <laughs> whoa, time flies. So that's, that's a weird one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's cool though. I'm really, really proud of him. He's doing really, really good. Um, he lives in Georgia too. So he's kind of like a, uh, Southeast wrestler for right now. And he, honestly, he just, he's like, I, I want to figure this out my own way. So he hasn't asked for any handouts. He hasn't asked for any of that. He's just been like, whatever opportunity comes away, I'm going to take it, grab it by the horns and see what happens. So I respect that attitude. And, uh, I think he's got a really bright future. Are you guys like how like in terms of like personality, are you guys similar? Are you guys different? Like what's 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 it like? I don't know. It's hard. That's I'm not the best person to ask that because I would say <laughs> we're probably different, but our parents say we're pretty similar. So <laughs> they see it differently, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. Uh nah, I mean I we're probably we're definitely brothers. Have that's so cool. we're definitely brothers. That's so cool. Now, I'm sure it's going to be like exciting to see like, you know, what he does with his career, you know, what paths he goes in, etc. That's going to be nice to see. Uh, do you guys think you'll ever, you know, uh, you maybe do something together uh, in terms of like, you know, teaming, etc. Anything like that? Uh, We'll see. I'm T. Te- I already got a tag partner. Yeah. So uh, you're you like, know. Juice is like, don't ditch me, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not as brave as Juice. I don't want to I don't want to clean slate and start over. You know, I think yeah. I got a good thing going right now. So I'm gonna stick yeah. with that. But no, I think Brogan's got a bright future. Um, he's like I said, he's killing it right now. The fact that he's a teenager wrestling for New Japan is mind blowing to me. Yeah. Um, and holding his own. And holding his own. He's actually got a match against uh TJP um tomorrow. So that that's a great opportunity for him. Yeah, TJP is pretty exciting to see, too, in the ring as well. So it's going to be nice to see them mix it up together. So uh, before we transition into the uh, lightning round game, I do want to ask you um, some questions about the future because uh, obviously your dad is very respected, you know, everywhere, but, you know, very respected with WWE. So I do have to ask you, is that something that you've ever been interested in, is ever, you know, heading that direction over to WWE? Um. I mean, from time to time, you know, the thought pops up in my head, but it's not really, it's never, honestly, it's never really been somewhere that I've been dying to go if the opportunity presents itself. We'll see, but I'm happy where I'm at. Um, I'm not on the road 
24 seven. Uh, I actually get off time, you know, there's like pros and cons with it. Um, but like right now I'm happy. I'm content. I love wrestling for new Japan. I love the schedule I have. I love, you know, the freedom I have. Uh, so I currently have no desire to go anywhere else. So with that being said, what would you say is like this year's goal for yourself in wrestling? Like, what do you want to, what do you want to accomplish? Uh, I would like to finally get to do a G1 if that's possible. Uh, I've been with New Japan for seven years. I've made it to the semifinals of the New Japan Cup, and I've never been in the G1. You know, we've won World Tag League. We've been tag champs, whatever. I'd like to be in the G1. I'd like to get the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships back. Uh, the current champions, Yoshihashi and Goto, have never beaten us. We hold, I think, two wins over them. So there's that. And uh, I think the Impact World Tag Team Championships have our name on them, too. So we'd like to get those back. Maybe hold them simultaneously, and then, you know, that'd be a really cool Instagram post or whatever. That would be good. Collect all the bouts. Uh, David, so let's go ahead and, uh, first of all, thank you so much for, like, answering all these questions and really, like, deep diving into this. I feel like I've gotten to know you so much better. But now we're going to go ahead and hop into the lightning round portion of this. This is where I literally ask you just, like, 10 super random questions. Some very dorky ones in here, but whatever. Let's do it. Uh, and people get to kind of learn a little bit more about you, which is always really nice. So here we go. Uh, question number one. What was your favorite movie growing up? My favorite movie growing up was Hot Rod. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Andy Samberg where he's uh, he's basically evil Knievel, but not good. Oh, man. Uh, and, and, like, I've heard of it, but, like, I haven't ever actually seen it, though, so. It's stupid teenage boy humor, so it was, like, right up my alley. Perfect. Uh, question number two, what is your favorite cheat day meal? Ooh, anything with sugar in it. I love desserts. Any particular favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Just straight up cheesecake. It's so good. And I could, honestly, actually, on Christmas Day, my wife made a cheesecake, and I ate the whole thing by myself. Oh, man. Terrible, but I loved every second of it. (laughs) Do you do toppings or just plain cheesecake? Uh, However it comes. I'm fine with plain. Toppings are cool, too. Nice. Uh, Question number three. What was your best subject in school? Uh, My best subject in school was uh, I I was pretty good at stagecraft. That was uh, it was like drama class, but uh, like behind I built all the sets and stuff. That's like I see you're like the person making the trees and all of that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I did that. Um, That's like the only class I really like got A's, high A's and everything else. I kind of was just like, "Ah, I want to wrestle. Like, get me out of here. I was not the scholarly type. Yeah. Question number four. Uh, What's the last thing you remember purchasing? Uh, I purchased a iced Americano at Starbucks. Yeah, sounds good. Question number five, social media app you're most addicted to? I'm actually not addicted to social media apps. I probably use them more, but I guess I would swipe through Instagram more than anything else. But yeah, Yeah. I I really need to be more active on social media because I just kind of don't play with it. But I feel like you actually get to live your life when you're not doing, you know, you're not stuck and glued to your phone on it. Like I live in Tampa, I'm so close to the beach, I don't want to be on my phone. Exactly. Uh, question number six. What's one food item you will never eat? I, nothing, because I'll try anything once. Like I, I've eaten bugs. I've eaten intestines. I've eaten, you name it. I'll try, I'll try it once. It might not be good, but I'll try it. This is not part of this, but now I need to know. It's like the grossest or like most odd thing you've ever eaten where, you, where like even you second-guessed yourself. Oh, some kind of brains. I can't remember. 
And the, oh, or, oh no, oh, here's a good one. Raw chicken. In oh. Japan, they eat raw chicken sometimes. It's like a, it's like a, like a specialty dish. I thought it was fish. It's like this tuna tastes funny. They're like, oh, it's not tuna, it's chicken. So yeah, the strangest thing I've eaten is raw chicken because that's like basics 101 of like, hey, don't eat raw chicken. It's like it could go very bad very fast. Yeah, no, but it was, they were like, oh no, we clean it different or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I didn't get yeah. sick, so it was fine. But yeah, raw chicken's definitely the weirdest one. I love that. Question number seven. What is the best place to visit while in Japan? Ooh, best place to visit while in Japan. I think the most beautiful city would be Fukuoka, which is like down south. But if you're in Japan and want some cool stuff to do, Tokyo is great. Shibuya, Shinjuku, Rapungi if you like to party. Uh, there's It's so much to do there. It's a great country. Question number eight. How do you entertain yourself while you're on the road? YouTube, Netflix, uh terrorizing other people by stealing stuff out of their bags and misplacing it or you know taking someone's shoe and hiding it i don't know i'm pretty mischievous and <laughs> simply mischievous it doesn't take much to entertain me so yeah that's awesome question number nine what's the best advice your dad has given you uh keep my eyes and ears open and keep my mouth shut Good advice. And last question, question number 10. Describe yourself in three words or less. All right. So I had the same question on the first day of first grade, and I'm going to give you the same answer I gave then. My name's David, and I'm funny and cool. I love that. Awesome. Uh, David, thank you so much. It was such a blast chatting with you. I feel like, like I said, I feel like I learned so much about you. Uh, before we go, let the people know where they can find you, where they can follow you, et cetera. Cool. So you can find me on Saturday nights at 8, 7 central on New Japan World, uh, New Japan Strong. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at the David Finlay. On Instagram, I'm at Super Super Dave. And uh, yeah, that's kind of all the social media I have. Sometimes I'm on Impact on Access. I think New Japan is on Access soon or now, currently. Uh, so you can find me there as well. And this Thursday, you can find me at the Hollywood Vermont at Rivals. Alrighty, guys, I'm going to put all of the links in the description box below where you can check out all of those shows. But I want to thank you guys so much for watching. Until next time, I'm Denise Salcedo. This is David Finley. We'll see you guys later. Bye, everyone. Yeah.